Welcome, everyone, to the Star Trek podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of Starfleet. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today to talk to you about the worst kept secret in possibly Star Trek Hollywood history. Indeed, Pete, the news this past week that the Pike Enterprise show, now titled Strange New Worlds, uh, is official. It's officially getting what? underway. What? I thought it would never happen. I read on Twitter earlier in the week, Pete, that Kurtzman and Goldsman and uh, and uh, Chabon, they had all been fired again, all given bankers boxes again. All How marched. many times have these guys been <laughs> beamed off the set at the end of a phaser only to now have hang hang on we got star trek discovery we got star trek picard still coming we have lower decks we have a section 31 show uh and now this and the nickelodeon show so to get fired and and physically taken off sets and punch tvs and have six shows going that's wow i just th these guys yeah yeah uh star trek alive well thriving and the trolls as usual under their little bridges <laughs> uh indeed and i mean literally not, not not to stick with the trolls for for a moment longer than we need to but literally there was somebody on twitter who i had crossed paths with on tuesday saying his sources guaranteed that the pike show was dead Ooh, and then the announcement came had, friday morning sources in his head um but i mean the news clear cut the news great uh anson mount back as christopher pike rebecca romaine back as number one ethan peck back as spock uh pete the set the bridge set already built the costumes oh, look already at that fitted. Wait, do, I thought they put that in the bankers' boxes that they sent uh, Kurtzman and Goldsman and Chabon and everybody else. I'd like, you know, some kind of strange build a set situation. Like, all right, you you get the thingy that Spock looks into. Uh, <laughs> you get the chair. Uh, get out of here. The only uh, the thing I find strange about this whole strange new world. Ooh, look at that transition there is the amount of time that it took um and who knows it could be for a variety of reasons including and here's a shocker pete maybe not flooding the marketplace with too much star trek maybe that's a good thing i mean let's you know we don't need to do star trek versus star wars but you know similar pools that they're swimming in and the whole you know when solo came out relative to their movies and all that like star trek like all of show business is a business. So would I have liked it if this announcement was made at the end of discovery season two? Absolutely. Would I have liked to know that they uh, stopped filming a third through the season. And when they get back to it, it's going to be that much sooner that we get it. Absolutely. But we didn't, we got the announcement now and how anybody could claim any sort of uh, problem or concern with the current uh, financial state of star Trek to know that we are, uh, approaching the release of the third season of Discovery. A second season of Picard has been greenlit. As you mentioned, we have the first season of Lower Decks, and I believe the second season already underway with that. It being animation, they tend to do stuff uh, farther out. And a Nickelodeon show, and this. I whoa, mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're the one that keeps flying under the radar, and thematically so, uh, the Section 31 show, Matt, 
was going to film in May. Okay. Uh, they were ramping up and obviously the coronavirus crisis and, and everything else. That's why, I mean, to me, this announcement of, of strange new world. Okay. You've, you've given star Wars at the beginning of the month, May the 4th and everything like that. You distance it two weeks away. Who knows what, what eyes were dotted, what T's were crossed in the last little bit clearly this has been in the works for a while but let's remember too the whole cbs viacom paramount situation right now and huh cbs all access this summer is going through a major overhaul a refit imagine that and needed a shiny new thing so that when it's no longer CBS All Access, and instead Amazon or Netflix or whatever becomes uh, added value. Uh, so that's why this is happening. Um, what's strange to me additionally in the press release is the discussion of what they refer to as the premiere, which is strange. They don't call it a pilot. Um they're already talking about a, a script um, and they're quite some time from filming. Let's assume Matt. So we know that Los Angeles County and this would film in Toronto, unless I'm mistaken, right? Cause that's where the set is. Uh, that is where the set is. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't, let me put it this way. If somebody comes along, whether it's Los Angeles County or Iceland or whoever, and says, here's the deal, here's, I mentioned Iceland, side note, not randomly. Um, Iceland is reopening in a way, reopening to TV and film production in a way that my unofficial take is it's super attractive to productions that want to get going uh, in a hurry but still be safe. So if Iceland says, you can film here, plus we will give you uh, piles of piles of cash, I think they could figure out a way to shipping container uh, the bridge of the Enterprise and send it over <laughs> to wherever. So... Uh, I'm quoting now the series premiere was written by Akiva Goldsman with a story by Goldsman, Alex Kurtzman and Jenny LeMay. Uh, Goldsman, Kurtzman and LeMay will serve as executive producers in addition to Henry Alonzo Myers, Heather Caden, Rod Rodberry and Trevor Roth, Aaron Byers, Akela Koopa and Davy Perez will serve as co-executive producers. Akiva Goldsman will remain an executive producer and key part of the creative team on Star Trek Picard as well. Series produced by CBS uh, Television Studios, Secret Hideout, and Roddenberry Entertainment. So that they're calling a premiere and not a pilot to me is very interesting. Now, granted, these characters have appeared, one in original Star Trek and now in Discovery. But still... You know, Section 31 has a pilot, and that is with uh, Michelle Yeoh, who's already existing character. So now I guess it's probably some mistake on the CBS PR end. I mean, goodness, when does that ever happen? Um, but they're still a while off from shooting because let's say we, we know the L.A. County uh, stay-at-home order runs through July. So let's say halfway through August – they get the okay. All right, you can start shooting. Um, and and then considering too, like, is Section Thirty One going to shoot in in LA? Is I would imagine they'd shoot in Toronto too. That's where Yo's been with them. I I think we're 
for quite some time, and this is assuming a lot of things before these shows start to film. This, as they're doing orchestration, which is the last piece missing from Star Trek Discovery, virtually, um, which apparently they've already done with some other shows, so it, at least it's not going to be a, a, a first-time type of effort. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think we're looking at so when the Picard announcement was made to when it happened was about 18 months to 20 months. I, I think we're looking at least that probably on the shorter end, because again, the sets exist, but I, I don't think it's till at least late 21, early 22 that we see this show. Well, I think to go back to the to the press release, I think the wording about the series premiere is because uh the show has skipped a a pilot and has gotten the series order uh so i think there's your distinction that it's perhaps even being written with more of an eye towards the the entertainment world in that wording to make it clear that it's not a pilot which is to say this from this pilot we will look and say hmm do we like the idea of number one should we replace her with that pointy-eared fellow i don't know you know it's (laughs) it's straight to series I uh, also mentioned farther down in the press release, uh, Kurtzman references uh, with Akiva and Henry at the helm. Uh, that, of course, Akiva Goldsman and the aforementioned Henry Alonso Myers. So I think there are your showrunners. And maybe if you want to say, depending on how production timelines shake out, you know, is Henry Alonso Myers the uh, on-set showrunner and Akiva Goldsman, when necessary, is the showrunner from L.A.? Um you know, that kind of that kind of thing there. I mean, it's all win-win. I hear what you're saying about potential production delays. I think back to Discovery that I believe from uh, the announcement was October or November 2015. And then, what was it, September 2016 when it premiered? Um, no, 17. 17? Okay. Right. So for sure, the premiere, uh, September 2017, first announced November 2015. So... You know, good things come to those who wait. There, you're looking at a you know twenty month plus uh, time period. So, I, I hate to look at this picture, this this luscious reimagination of the bridge. Uh, you know that they have in the press release here from the Discovery episode, uh, Mount and Romaine and Peck there, and it's just yeah, you know, I can't wait to jump in and then to realize, oh man, twenty months from now, even without kind of factoring in any kind of Corona delay, which not for nothing. If it's not going to premiere for the next year and a half plus, I, I doubt that it's like, oh man, Anson Mount, we're going to lose him to do whatever. It's, you know, they probably have charted, you know, six months from now starting to film that kind of thing. Hey, Pete, maybe even after Section 31 has cleared out in Toronto. Uh, but I mean, it's super, super exciting news. And Pete, I'll tell you what, and I got to choose my words carefully here. I'll tell you what got me even more excited about the show. Goldsman saying in follow up, uh, conversations that the plan is for the series to be more episodic, mm-hmm. uh, to be a little bit more upbeat, to be a little bit more self-contained week to week. And a, I think that's a good direction. First of all, for you know Pike's Enterprise, I think it's a good direction to go because it feels like the old. B, I think it is an opportunity to to differentiate a bit compared to what's already out there, and, and that's just a healthy thing. Also, Pete, and here's where I want to choose my words carefully. You know, since we last spoke Star Trek Picard in the beginning of April, I think my taste for 
some of the darkness, some of the violence, some of the grown upness in Picard. I think that my taste has faded a little bit. I think that I've soured slightly on that first season of Picard. And that's okay. Unlike some of these trolls, they don't need to make Star Trek specifically for me. But I will take a return to, wow, I'm so glad that we did get the Energon particles back to Veda too. <laughs> Let's go to space. And to just go, that's the only time we ever need to visit Veda 2 ever yeah. again. And it was a delightful story about how sometimes people aren't the way you expect they will be. And when you bring your impressions to them, you sometimes let down yourself. Next week, they're going to fight a lava monster. The end. Like, I'm ready for that as opposed to, I shouldn't say as opposed to, coming off of Picard 1 10-hour movie you know, super dark and pathos and I will die and you will die and everybody gets old <laughs> to just sit and go, let's just go out and like, let's, 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 let's go save the rock people, man. And let's do it in, in one star date, then move on. I'm ready for that show. And it, it, it's wise to do that. And it also doesn't mean it can't morph into something else. I mean, Star Trek enterprise making the transition from mission of the week to an entire season in the expanse uh you know tv of that time now let's not forget too that in the morphing picture that was star trek discoveries development process that it was at one point anthological huh matt look at that a season of a klingon war half a season of a mirror universe story a second season Red Angel thing, a third season now set the furthest out that a story's ever been told in the Star Trek universe. I mean, it, it's kind of been that thing. Um, this was a very easy decision. The coyness at conventions, at, at you know panels where we were able to, to see the creatives, you knew this was coming. It was the easiest decision to make. Um, upbeat now to to be able to make this in in these difficult times love the video announcement particularly anson mount who you know i think it says a lot matt and, and we were joking around with the other fandom last night with uh, the the marvel studios marvel cinematic universe side but for anson mount who has been in the marvel cinematic universe as as black bolt and uttered two words of dialogue um to say that this was the most embraced he'd ever been in a, in a fandom and, and wanted to get back to it. I mean, this very, very easy call. So great that they're able to lock up all these actors really looking forward to how this show will, uh, you know, bloom around them, particularly, you know, how else do you fill the ship? What, what do the rest of the characters in the cast look like? Well, I know much fan casting, hoping that uh, the Jeffrey Combs will play Dr. Boyce, you know, the doctor. Uh, I know there was somebody on Twitter, too, who said, uh, let's just uh, let's let's go against expectations. And uh, his proposition, you know what? Rosario Dawson wants has wanted to be in Star Trek, has gotten a Star Wars role. Make her Dr. Boyce. Don't explain how it's different. Just make her Dr. Boyce. Pete, I'm behind either casting. She's long wanted to play a Klingon. Make make Dr. Boyce Klingon. <laughs> Dr. Boycha. Uh, do it. I mean, the the 
Jeffrey Combs thing is is wonderful to to think about. Um, credit one of our followers on on Twitter, Andorian Soup, for tweeting out a a picture of the two of them side by side, and it's it's pretty close. I got to tell you, but uh, Jeffrey Combs actually replied to it and and poured a little bit of cold water on there. You know, it, it's it kind of needs to be understood that that it, that it goes this way. He says, thank you, nice thought, but the chasm between what bands want and what studios uh, want make the chances of it happening slim to none and slim left town. Well, Pete, that's exactly how Anson Mount was feeling in his tweets <laughs> in the spring, early summer 2019 when he was filming the final short trek and saying goodbye to the tight outfit. Oh, guess, guess I get to have some ice cream again, but, oh, and I mean, I think that the time his goodbye was genuine. I, I know that you have said, and I certainly agree with the sentiment that the green lighting of strange new worlds is, is a no brainer. I don't know that it was a no brainer in 2019, if only just because of how they were stacking out other shows. And there is such a thing as, you know, there's such a thing as you, as much, as much as they want Star Trek on much of the time with some hunger in between, they also right. don't, I think th here's what they don't want, Pete. They don't want Deep Space Nine on syndication and Voyager on UPN and wait in some markets they're on at the same time. And I know that that's not exactly the issue on, on all access, but I think that they don't want to fracture things like that. Um, whatever that might look like. So I think from a business point of view, all right, we're not going to green light you know, Pike's Enterprise in April or May 2019. Um, but I don't know. Jeffrey Combs can can say Slim Left Town. Uh, that's until, you know, his agent gets a call saying, uh, do you like Toronto? <laughs> I mean, do you do you bring Uhura in? Is there a young... Well, Pete, Sulu? hold on. Somebody's already done the Memory Alpha deep dive there, Pete. She's a cadet, so therefore it's impossible because you've never had a cadet... <laughs> Uh, a move up quickly or B here, here's what I, a bit more. I mean, somebody did do that and fine. If that's what the memory alpha timeline says, so be it. It, it, it is canonical. Um, how about this? Why don't we save Uhura for season two, season three, something like that. Or, you know, Hey, we're going to go back and give a talk at, 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 you know, Starbase one or at Starfleet headquarters or whatever, and, and do it like that. As opposed to, we must fan cast every character we've already heard of as opposed to new characters. Yeah. And I think given bridge crew characters that we've seen on the enterprise and discovery, I think this is an opportunity there. Just super stoked that this is finally official. And, uh, you know, with all this trouble that, that star Trek is in that they just continue to get new shows that people are really psyched to be able to watch. Well, and that's the crazy thing about these trolls, that they come up with things like, you know, uh, it, it's clear that Star Trek is losing money. Well, if it's so clear, why do they keep making more of it? Now, look, Pete, for all I know, it could be a money loser, but a money loser in the sense that, you know, you take out a mortgage to buy a house or any company raises debt to go build a new thing, whether it's physical or show or whatever it might be, like... People that are smarter than us when it comes to TV and finance seem to think that there's some sort of gold mine going on with Star Trek in that, what, there's currently been four 
uh, live action series produced, uh, live action seasons produced, waiting on the release of Discovery season three. Um, you know, and Picard season two has been ordered and section 31 is underway. And now they've added this, like it all points towards it being some kind of success and some kind of release schedule that, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't try and get blood from a stone and whatnot, let alone the animated stuff, let alone the Nickelodeon stuff, you know, if it ends up being revealed a la, you know, Disney in the second half of the nineties and early two thousands, Oh, this is a division that's not making money. That could be, for all I know, and like I said, Disney Animation for 10 years didn't make a profit, and it was revealed when when Eisner left. That could be the case with Star Trek, but you're still going to get left with all this content along the way. So ebb, flow, whatever it might be, I'll take it while I can get it. Yeah, I just, I'm over the moon now that we can officially talk about this, and the future is bright. I mean, we have the pending release of discovery, hopefully sooner rather than later, but you know, it's a shot. We're just waiting for them to, to push the button once they've uh, done the music. And uh, I think given where it's gone and I know they've talked a little about it's, it's going to sound different, but you know what? They're in a different enough place. So explainable enough. And, and we're going to be getting star Trek at some point, during this pandemic um and then the the section 31 show which still remains a thing i think we still need to understand all right how do we get michelle yo's uh philippa giorgio from where she is to that show and to do all that but you know in tremendous hands there with uh bo young kim and uh erica lipholt and uh now pike's enterprise i mean our cup runneth over i think it's super unrealistic to to expect to even want for more at this point you know it strikes me too you think of the the whatever you want to call it the golden age the platinum age of star trek in the 80s and 90s let's focus on the 90s where you had uh, the, the the main reboot show in Next Generation, then the next one went much darker to the point that some people were turned off by it in Deep Space Nine. Then the one after that was like, you know what? Let's just strip away some of this extra stuff that we've put on the Borg and and Jennifer Cisco is dead and and things like that. And, and you know, l- let's just kind of start fresh with. There's a starship out there. Wow. Hey, Kazons, do you want to be friends? Nope. Okay. Laser <laughs> <Kazons>. fight. <laughs> you know, and what do we have here now in this second golden age, uh, at least in terms of the series output, you have the reboot with a controversial lead that isn't like other leads in the past. Um, and then you have the second show, Picard, which has gone much darker. And then now this show, which is just kind of saying, hey, why don't we get out there and be like, Hey, aliens, do you want to be friends? No? Okay, let's have a laser fight in space. Like, it's, <laughs> again, like, that's kind of my expectation. I, I I think there's a lot, Um, how do I put this? I think that, you know, you look at Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, I think there's a lot of reasons why Voyager is third on that list. But the spirit that the Voyager pilot has of, let's softly reboot Star Trek to yeah. be out there on our own, crew together, weird aliens that we've never heard of before do we have enough warp and phasers to get our way out i don't know let's use teamwork and and smarts you know that's kind of what i expect about strange new worlds where you know uh, might there be some legacy stuff like 
you know, oh man, it's we've heard the Romulans are doing cloaking or whatever it might be. Sure, but I I kind of expect, you know, somebody took an upside down plant and spray painted it green, and now that's your alien overlord for the week. Let's get Mary Chifo in there too, please. Absolutely. I mean, let's not forget her her character all but certainly out of the picture for Discovery Season 3. So pick it back up, have her, you know, weave into some episodes, weave into multiple episodes. Heck, Pete, maybe they do a Ken Mitchell with Mary Chifo, and she could be in other makeup playing another character. Uh, all right, Pete, let's get Ken Mitchell, you know, in in, in, uh, in his, you know, current state, nonetheless, able to able to act. Let's put him in other other makeup. Let's let's get that whole crew there. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be a fun ride. Super excited about the format for the series. This cast is already beloved, and they didn't even have their own show yet. So, yeah, let's let's get it done. Well, we will certainly be keeping an eye for whatever uh, news will happen as this show evolves. Can't wait to dig in to to find out more. You know, probably a ways away, as you say, uh, in terms of physical work that can be done because of coronavirus. Let alone the year and a half plus lead in, but we'll certainly continue to be talking about it uh, as we continue to talk about all Star Trek in the future. And in addition to everything else we're covering, in addition to Star Trek discovery coming soonish and our backlog of Star Trek Picard getting ready for the seventh and final season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. beginning on Wednesday, May 27th. We'll be bringing that to you. Uh, so lots to check out over on FantasticGeek.com and by searching Fantastic Geek on Apple Podcasts. Absolutely. All sorts of geeky goodness going on, whether it's Marvel Cinematic Universe, whether it's uh, comic book movies, certainly the whole the whole slate of current Star Trek there and all of it made possible by the people go to Patreon.com slash Fantastic Geek and make sure that our bleeps and our bloops and our dilithium crystals stay crystallized, etc. Everybody who contributes gets access to exclusive podcast content, takes just a dollar to get you in that sh door. Sh and to make sure that you keep our entire backlog up, everything we've ever done on fantasticgeek.com. So get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantasticgeek today. All sorts of goodies there, but there's one Pete, there's a great reward that's a freebie that's talking to you on Twitter. How can people do so? Find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, -E 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 11,315 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter is looking back lost, do be in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek, all one word with the P and the H, like it today. Well, Pete, I know whether people are listening to this on our Star Trek feeds, whether people are listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, the next time there is Star Trek news, whether it's Season 3 of Discovery, on the animated end, on the Picard end, on the Strange New Worlds end, I'm not going to forget the Section 31 end, I know that we will be updating those feeds to talk more Star Trek, but for now, time has come to close hailing frequencies, so I will say adios to all the listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. Hit it. Thank you.